When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It's the Underpowered Hour on this week's show. We're joined by none other than John Luke Masters, owner of Camel Trophy Trucks, Fireflies, G-Wax, and of course, a Freelander. And now, here's the show. Welcome to the Underpowered Hour. I'm Steve Barris, mild-mannered television executive by day and Land Rover collector by night. You can find out more about our cars and what we're working on at thebarriscollection.com or follow us on Instagram at thebarriscollection. I'm joined, as always, by my good friend, Ike Goss. Thank you to everyone joining us today. I'm the stick welder to Stephen's 3D printer. I'm the antiquated fabricator of podcasting. Ike Goss. I own and operate Pangolin 4x4 in Springfield, Oregon, where we live and breathe Land Rovers. Check us out online on Facebook, Instagram at Pangolin 4x4. Let's get started. All right, Ike. Well, here we go again. This week in the news, I hear that our good friend, uh, Adrian, new CEO of uh, of uh, JLR, says that, uh, you know what? The Range Rover, maybe not the most stolen car of all time, doesn't necessarily like everybody constantly constantly saying that uh that may or may not be true he didn't talk he he did admit that uh jlr is uh is possibly uh contributing to the security budget of various ports to prevent them from being stolen and exported right right yeah so uh there there is that but uh he just claims that's because they're understaffed right exactly he is right now looking for both nicholas cage and Angelina Jolie, and looking to tie them up so as not to gone in 60 seconds any more Range Rovers. So Dominic a, Toretto. That's exactly right. It's all about family. <laughs> it's all about family. <laughs> Speaking of all about family, uh, we have a very good friend of ours and a connoisseur, if you will, of various different types of Land Rovers, a good friend of ours, uh, John Luke Masters our friend from the UK, from the southwest of England. He has an affinity, if you will, for what is referred to as the GWAC Discovery, which is the sort of first run of discoveries, these very early prototype discoveries. And I'll let him sort of explain what that is. But uh, we've been trying to get him on the show for a little while, and I'm glad we could finally sync up some time because uh, he and I actually have sort of a lot of uh, parallel collection uh, stuff. We own sort of uh, a lot of sister cars and he's a really good friend and we love super, super nice guy and very, yeah. no, very knowledgeable he, about this uh, variant of discovery, which I don't know a lot about. Yeah. So I'm, I'm excited to hear what he has to say about these cars. Yeah. All right. Well, let's, uh, let's dial up the old uh, interview machine and uh, let's hop in there. All right. Well, we're here with a very good friend of the show, a patron, in fact, of the show. And as we've said before, if you're a patron of the show, you get to be on the show. That's one of the that's one of the perks, I guess. Uh, our, our good friend, operator of the world's only 
Camel Trophy Uber service. John Luke Masters, our friend from the beautiful south of England. Welcome to the show, my friend. John and I have a fairly simpatico collection of Land Rovers in that uh, we have uh, sort of uh, matching Camel Trophy trucks, matching Firefly uh, fire appliances, and of course, a set of gorgeous Freelanders. So, John, welcome to the show. Good to see you, my friend. Nice How are you? To you guys. Um, yeah, thanks, Steve and Ike, for having me on, really. It's great. Oh, it's great to have you. Yeah, I'm excited to learn all about early discoveries. It's uh, sort of a branch of the Land Rover family tree that I'm not uh, super Yeah, I don't like anything it's, with, um, uh, you know, with like, uh, I don't know, with curved glass. I was not a big fan of that stuff. No, mm. I like that. No. Mm, <laughs> I'm not sure I trust it. I don't know. Springs. Or Quill Springs. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What? Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. What? I don't know. So yeah, those? so let's get into that. So so that the, so your your Instagram handle is maybe a good a good place to start. The GWAC John. That comes from the the license plate in the UK. Right. And this this is this sort of the very first run of the discovery model of Land Rover. Is that is that correct? Where does that come from? Yes, that's correct. The um the first eighty-six pre-production cars used on the launch when they brought them out in October nineteen eighty nine. They had a they had a series of number plates with starting with G mm-hmm. and ending with the letters WAC. So you know, we call it the G wax basically. Mm-hmm. It's got a nice ring to it yeah. anyway. So yeah, yeah. I'm for- fortunate enough to own one of those cars. Uh, one of- there's about 22 that survive, mm-hmm. and uh, I've got SDV number five. Nice. And one, two, three, and four don't exist. That's so the earliest one left. Oh, okay, so, okay. Yeah, that's quite good. I-, I got that back on the road last year. It's sort of been sat for about a decade, but. We're getting that. <laughs> I, I had read that like they did this uh, initial batch of 86 cars, as you say, and then 43 of those were kind of sold off to the public. Is that, yeah, that's, is that that's correct. Right? Yeah. And, then, and then 22 of those survive, you say? That's it, yeah. Or are known? So, you know, there might be one or two tucked away in a barn somewhere mm-hmm. hiding still, but mm-hmm. there's, there's 22 accounted for. So, uh, yeah. Stephen and I saw... Maybe oh, a yeah. couple recently, yeah, we couple. and so I don't know if those you know, are included in the group, but uh, yeah, there's a couple. There's a couple. Oh, nice, a couple yeah. over here. Secrets. I'm gonna have to uh, pick your brains yeah, on that. We'll I let think. you <laughs> offline, offline, maybe we'll, uh, we'll let you know. Oh yes, yes indeed, <laughs> yeah. But well, that's really cool. And yeah. so you have sort of the earliest, uh, the earliest one. Where did you come across that car? How did you sort of find out about it, and, and where'd you find it? As it is in this sort of uh, hobby, it's just word of mouth, really, and you know, friends and that. Mm-hmm. is actually a good friend of mine, um, Tim Lavercombe. He he purchased it from a chap up north, and mm-hmm. we're, we're based in the southwest here. Yep. And um, he sort of come to the conclusion, like some of us, he had way too much. Yeah. And um, offered me the car, and it, it needed quite a bit of work mm-hmm. at the time. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, and that's, that's how I ended up having it, Cool. Really. And these are obviously two-door discoveries, which is unfortunately something we never natively got here mm. in North America. We only got the, the four-door. Uh, the same hundred inch wheelbase, I guess, as the as the four door that we got, just with with less doors, uh, which for some reason yes, makes yeah. it so much cooler. You know, I don't know why, why it, it, less doors. The lines are right. I yeah. think they they just look good. Yeah, they are cool, with the yeah. early graphics. Yeah, yeah, they, they are nice. Yeah, and um, it looks more like a roller skate. They really than do. The they one. look like a roller skate. <laughs> That's true. They look really cool. It's such a such a early 90s sort yeah. of you know oh they yeah. really scream that, yeah they were the decals the the interiors oh. on oh. those things are, are 
so they really anchor the car in the period. Mm. Say no, please. Oh, yeah. Was, yeah. And you get that little fanny that pack good. center console bag thing. Like, oh, yeah. man. Oh, yeah. I love it. You used to be able to get um, a load of accessories in the early Land Rover owner magazines. They'd make, like, little armrests that clip on the doors and yeah. backrests and sort of lumbar support things all in that material. So oh, that's quite yeah. cool. Oh, yeah. You could get the uh, the rollerblading yeah. package yeah. with a little <laughs> outfit on. Make the whole thing look like little a... Little Discovery a... Mountain Legos on the side. Oh, yeah, you got to have that. You got to have that. It's a, um, you know, that's, it's funny because that sonar blue turns to like the worst color of green when exposed to sunlight. Um, uh, you know, so it's it's really, it was a, it was a moment in time where, you know, those cars that uh, that weren't kept out in the sun, you know, those few that still exist in that sonar blue color are a real time capsule to that uh, time period. It really mm-hmm. is really is amazing. But um, but that's not the only uh, that's not the only uh, discovery uh, that you have. What other you've got? A, you got a whole fleet over there, John. You're, it's a, you're like a, a little tiny <laughs> dunsfold going on over there. What other what other discos do you have? <laughs> I'm a sucker, sucker for punishment with the discoveries and they are they are a lot to keep on top of them. Mm-hmm. Um, I have a an, another early car. It's, it's not a X factory vehicle or anything like the G Wax, yeah. but it's a it's on a G plate again. Mm-hmm. It's a black three door, mm-hmm. two hundred TDI. I found it around the back mm-hmm. of a farm. Yeah. I, I, my full time job is farming. Yes, as and, most uh, people, I it seems in England are farmers. It seems that seems to be it, basically what, it's only in the southwest. <laughs> Everybody's Pardon? a farmer. What do you grow other than right, Land Rover exactly, projects? Yeah. Maize, grass, mm. wheat, barley, mm-hmm. basically. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. In case right rye or whatnot. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. So, um, very cool. Yeah. Basically, we're, we're mucking out a cow barn. So I was quite bored anyway. And yeah. uh, I spotted this early discovery sat behind these barns and curiosity got the better of me. Mm-hmm. And uh, I tracked the owner down and we struck a deal. And here I am, sort of five, six years later with it. It's fantastic. I do all my towing. And just general running about was a thing, and yeah, cool, uber reliable with the 200 TDI, and you know, it's uh, yeah, quite Very economical, really, yeah. yeah, practical, yeah. economical, yeah, yeah. Oh, that 200 TDI um, is a great. That's a great engine. That's the same one I have in my uh, in my Camel, same you know, New York Camel, and it's it's uh, you know, it's, oh, not, it's not 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 quite as not quite as peppy as the as the 300, but man, it just goes for just goes forever, you know, like it's just you yeah. can you can. Leave it sit up for three years, and uh, you can go out and just turn the key, and it just goes. You know, it's kind, of, kind of amazing. Yeah, kind of amazing, really. You know, <laughs> it's really brilliant. Yeah. So, what got you excited about discoveries? You just saw one, and you were like smitten by these cars, or did you well, did you grow up and have some sort of formative experience with these vehicles? That's it. That's 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 the usual kind of um, backstory, and I, I'm I'm no different. Uh, my dad bought a silver 200 tdi discovery mm-hmm. as a, a five-door model mm-hmm. it was the first year of the five-door model was a 1991 mm-hmm. and um yeah mm-hmm. so i grew up with that through most of my childhood and sat in the back of it and i guess something uh went wrong in my head and <laughs> stuck in there and i thought yeah i quite like these yeah. cars and the off messing of all yeah, the materials right. yeah. the plastics that really yeah. roads your mind yeah you that's know? it here in the united states we got uh discoveries i think starting in what 94 yeah 94, 94 was the first yeah, year really. yeah 94 which and is- um facelift model isn't it yeah. my brother bought one i think in 95 mm-hmm. 95 and uh so it's before i could drive legally anyway um he had this discovery and it was a five speed uh with a v8 which was not a common variant here in the u.s but mm. all the ones we got were were five doors and they were all gas and uh, the vast majority of them were automatic with only a few manuals being sold mm. and so i 
would uh, ride around in this discovery with my brother when he was home from from college or whatever. And uh, it was it was a pretty pretty neat car. I thought it was neat at the time mm. uh, until I saw Series Land Rover, and I was like, oh, I just forgot all about Discoveries. But <laughs> uh, I remember I remember liking that vehicle when he first got yeah. it. It was pretty yeah pretty cool. You know, yeah, my that- gut reaction was, oh, that's weird with the silly window yeah. in the top so the, and, so the, the, the you know, i don't know if you guys have you guys ever seen a, a matra ranche hmm. a toll bolt it's like a french built car that they made in the 80s and they look very very similar to them and so a lot of people when they come out because they got the stacked rate oh yeah a lot of people um mm-hmm. they look very very similar so they, they named them after that they sort of took the mick a bit but, mm. yeah what are some other vehicles that have a stepped roof like that oh, you get the discovery um, and and what you said is a, a maestro, is that right? Uh, Matra Rancho. Matra Rancho. I can't even pronounce yeah, that. You want to look them up? They're, they're quite a cool yeah. looking little thing, actually. Yeah, you, they could get yeah I want to see that. And there was a there was a Suzuki Jim that had a little step. Had a yeah, a little tiny step. That's right. Yeah, yeah. And they had an Alpine. Yeah. Yeah. What that was the that was um, the, the, the like the plastic four car, tracks, right? I think. Mm. Oh, that was a good car. Four track. It's a, yeah. it's a distinctive feature. There's not too many people. Well, I it's not can't too many imagine that, that really it's it's that, that no, easy it's to manufacture a roof like that. It's gotta be a little bit trickier, right? It's gotta be much easier to just make a flat it's, panel roof than it would yeah, be to just, put that step in it. You know, yeah. Mm, straight. Yeah. 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 It does it, I can't I'm imagine it makes as good of a boat, you know, when you have the step in it. You know, that's that's a key feature that uh, people look for in a roof, yeah. I imagine. So, well, right. speaking of uh, good as a boat, so not only uh, do you have the fleet of discoveries, but one of those discoveries happens to be a camel trophy discovery, which I've had the pleasure of ripping around Bob Ives' farm oh, nice. in, which was a, a real pleasure. And, and as we alluded to in the intro, that is where you run your camel trophy Uber service and will take people from Bob Ives' house to the train station. With a quick stop at the pub along the along the way, John was nice enough to drive Liza and I from Bob's place to the train station as we were doing our trip across the UK and needed a quick ride to the to the train station. And so, <laughs> hey, what better way? What better way to get across uh, the south of London than uh, via Camel Trophy Truck? It's uh, really uh, really the ultimate the ultimate way to see the countryside. So we we appreciate it that, was John. Good it was fun. Good. Yeah, it was good fun. As we rolled <laughs> it was, it was up, a to nice the evening. Station. It was really great. Yeah, as we rolled up to the uh, make, make, train make station. It. Yeah, a few looks from the uh, from the bystanders as a uh, as a Camel <laughs> Trophy Truck drives up to the train station. I think it was a, a bit odd, but uh, there you are. That's it, especially. Um... With the bloody brakes, didn't they? they? They picked up a stain sort of in the center of Basingstoke, so it was squeaking and echoing through the streets as well. So <laughs> right. it certainly made an entrance. Yes, it certainly did. No, good. it certainly did. And uh, <laughs> yeah, it really felt like we were just back from uh, Sabah, Malaysia there, uh, fresh off the uh, fresh off the cargo plane or something to uh, to just drop oh, yes. in and uh, and hop onto the train to uh, central London. So no, it was great though, and uh, and dropped by the uh, dropped by the pub for what was. What was advertised as a very spicy Thai dish, which by Western standards, uh, not not really so much, not 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 so much, but uh, by uh, by you know, it, it wasn't too bad. <laughs> yeah, Southern English countryside uh, apparently was like there are heavy warnings. Like there was nearly a document that needed to yeah. be signed in order to uh, order this uh, dish. They yeah. were there were a lot of warnings. A lot they, of warnings. They said, Your head will explode yeah. if you eat this dish. Yeah. You need to sign this page. Yeah. They were, was, yeah. I don't think it was quite, it wasn't quite that bad, but it was lovely. It was lovely. Yeah, it wasn't too bad. Yeah. yeah, it was great to uh, have, uh, you know, we had Bob's, uh, obviously Bob's winning camel trophy truck there, John's truck out and a combine. 
which is always nice to uh, to have that as well. Yeah. So in, uh, in a matching color as well. That's exactly right. Yeah. Combines, yeah, yeah, that's true, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, and Dan was out there uh, combining up a storm, and uh, and meanwhile we're ripping around in a couple of the uh, Camel Trophy trucks. So it was really a treat spending time out there. But yeah, so where what's the story of uh, of that car? Where did you find it, and uh, what have you done on it? I mean, I have to say it's uh, it's absolutely gorgeous. I mean, it's just in immaculate condition. All the little bits and everything are there. A treat to drive. Drives beautifully. Really gorgeous example of that year of car. So so where'd you find it? And uh, yeah, what what led you to to buying it? Basically, it was um, a case of I was going to buy one in bits. We'll obviously talk about that one in a minute. Yeah, I just the the guy that was selling happened to mention he had a complete Camel Trophy truck sat in the barn up there with it as well. This was up near Leeds in mm-hmm. Yorkshire, mm-hmm. and um, I sort of I thought about it. I thought I'm going to have to uh, go and investigate now. And <laughs> lo and behold, there was this 1993 yep. Discovery yep. sat in a barn. It had about an inch of pigeon crap all over it. <laughs> <laughs> we sort we sort of dug it out, mm-hmm. like we were discussing earlier. Two hundred TDI, yep. first clip. Yep. Off she went. <laughs> took her for a drive around the uh, around the fields because this was on a farm, of yep, course. Of course. And um, always on a farm. Yeah. <laughs> took her out for a drive. Made sure everything was half okay. Looked underneath. It wasn't rotten, which I nearly sort of fell over <laughs> and died from, which was. Quite impressive. The pigeon, uh, the pigeon <laughs> yeah. shit had actually uh, preserved it, uh, mummified it almost. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's right. You can actually get that. No, yeah, pigeon uh, shit protection. Yeah, that's right. So. <laughs> I, uh, I had read that uh, the rust protection on uh, early discoveries was uh, maybe not very strong. Is that is that accurate? Not great. Yeah. They're not great at all. And yeah. um, you know, there's the odd exception with. People that have sort of looked after them from yeah. the wax them straight away, they're fine. Yeah. But yeah, ones that have mm-hmm. been out in the road, so they've they've suffered terribly. Right. So yeah, obviously everything's spot welded and two pieces of metal sandwiched together on half the inner shell. So right. that was never going to work well. Right. And uh, like in a fender flares, like a bit of plastic sandwiched into the metal, so it's just a <laughs> you know a catch for mud and grime and yeah. Yeah. <laughs> basically asking to just rot the things out so but luckily this this camel was it was rather good so um a deal was done and very cool that had to that had to come home with me as well yeah um, my original plan was to go up with my black discovery mm-hmm. the, the 1991 had a trailer and pick the g-wack camel that was in bits up there and take it back i, I ended up having to get a bloody friend with an arctic lorry <laughs> to uh bring it was three cars and a Sankey trailer in the end come back from that place. <laughs> yeah, what were the well. others? One was just a, is an absolutely buggered Dana car, a 1990, mm-hmm. but it's been handy for bits and bobs for projects. And um, mm-hmm. uh, a narrow track Sankey trailer that had been painted in Sanglo. So. Cool. Yeah. That was, oh, I see. Yeah, quite good, really. And then the <laughs> car that you anyway. originally went up there for, that was another Camel Trophy car, right? But that had been like... That had been painted uh, red or something, right? It, it just was sort of like somebody <laughs> it had, had just been sort of butchered, yeah. right? Like somebody had sort of been like, "Well, let's turn this into the car that we're going to take down to Tesco." Hmm. Yeah, basically, basically, they they'd obviously bought this X camel and thought, "Don't like the dent, so I, I don't really like this baby shit yellow color either." To be honest, it's uh, let's get let's go red. Oh, jeez, and uh, yeah, it, it can be completely civilianized apart from the bonnet pins. Oh my god. Um, yeah, no, there's just the engine bay is still Sanglo right. with the original Sanglo and obviously under all the carpets. But apart from that, the, the car was completely red. So. Wow. 
And did you end up with that one as well? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. That was it. That was the original one to go by. <laughs> Ended up with the other three or whatnot. <laughs> and so, what what state is that in now? Have you uh, been uh, working on bringing it back to its former glory? Yes. So I, I finally got that in the workshop, sort of end of July last year, and uh, it is back mm-hmm. to Sangley now, which is yep. good. And uh, and you've and, been posting those pictures on your uh, Instagram, right, John? Those are those are up on the. That's it. Yeah. 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 Yep. Anybody wants to follow the progress for that? Yeah. It's all up on that. Yeah, that's definitely worth that, a follow because it is fun to to see that car slowly lego brick itself back to a camel trophy truck it's pretty fun as you guys get through panel by panel putting it back the way that it's supposed to be it's a, it's a pretty fun pretty fun watch so it's, it's, it's been a good adventure with it yeah. so far and it, even tracking things like the original camel gear down yeah. like the um rear fuel tank guard i had to get from france mm-hmm. and um i had to copy a lot of pieces because mm-hmm. there's, there's three different types of bloody camel trophy ball bars right throughout the era right. there's an early type the middle type and the 300 stuff yeah and um so luckily i had a, a good friend in spain lend me an original bull bar and his winch tray and we we, we copied them sent them to good fabricate and they are reading mm-hmm. got that sorted mm-hmm. yeah i was just about to ask like where do you find surplus camel trophy parts you know just, but it sounds like you have to make some of them <laughs> you either need a magic wand or yeah basically yeah. just make some right yeah and uh things things like the rear light gas because it's a 1990 car they, they only made that particular type right for that year right and the only one over here that had them was in the british Motor museum so i had to uh go get a load of pictures and measurements and whatnot mm-hmm. and uh, yeah. there's there's three 1990 vehicles I, being restored. I thought I saw those were missing out of the museum. <laughs> yeah, I, was, uh, I just snuck in with a, with a Phillips yeah, screwdriver. And... Somebody just stand in front while you quickly uh, <laughs> rappelled yeah, down from exactly. the ceiling. You know? Nothing to see here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, that's really cool. That's, that's so cool. Because, yeah, because yeah. there is no, like, Brown Church won't remake any of it. I mean, are they even, are they even around in the same function as they used to be? Like, I I don't. I think there's some sort of company about still, but right. I'm not overly clear. But it's I'm not sure, like I'm sure this, some of the camel Yeah, not way, really but. the same. Yeah, like they can't. They they can't pattern mm. you a new rack or a new winch, uh, new bumper or something like that. No, a lot, a lot, lot of it. It's just you're gonna have to make it yourself. Yeah. Or- yeah if you got your fabricator buddies and yeah. Uh, yeah yeah they can do it <laughs> they can get it they can get it right yeah, yeah. wow that's so cool so many of yeah. those cars there's that popular sort of we talked to nick dimbleby all the time about it that they you know they they were left in country they were you know whatever right and they just mm. sort of they're just gone right they've dissolved into the ether yeah. and either become you know we have nick has pictures of some of them turned into like you know literal like donkey carts like the the front of the yeah, car is cut been, them up and- yeah stripped away and it's being led by a horse <laughs> you know kind of a thing and uh you know so that's happened to so many of them so to you know to take the time to sort of bring one back when there are so mm. very few of them left i think it's just such a cool project you know and it's such a neat kind of research project to go through and now that you've now that you've made one of those brush bars those folks that you know might Mm. need one bill cooper is sort of doing something similar with his range rover right where you know those things are yeah even more right yeah Yeah. those things are you Mm. know like they oh yeah you know they're totally unobtainable right they are hence to who knows (laughs) right and and nobody really knows because nobody is sure they've ever really seen exactly an original because they're just sort of it was mm. all so random. And so I just think it's so cool, these projects where, you know, you guys are going through and, and doing the work to kind of, you know, research these cars and, and kind of remake what is, you know, otherwise would just be would just be lost, you know, would just would just be gone. Yeah. 
Yeah. And it's such an important part of Land Rover history. I mean, I think to so many people, Camel Trophy is what got them into Land Rovers or got them into off-roading or got them into adventure yeah. travel okay. or got them into smoking or, you know, whatever, right? You know, <laughs> it was just... Yeah, it was yeah, the goal, exactly. wasn't yeah, I think it? That was to buy a Land Rover or smoke cigarettes. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> or smoke cigarettes, whatever, you know. But but I think that, you know, it's it's just really cool. I, I think it's really cool. And I think it's really cool. So what about so what about things like the roll cage and stuff like that? Did that car have any of that sort of stuff or that had been stripped out? This is, it's quite a special car. It's, it's one of only two built in the batch they built for the 1990, like, event and various other stuff. So there are a couple of promotional cars as mm. well as that. This this never had a roll cage, oh. nor did it have a roof rack. Oh, and uh, it's this this my car is G five six three rack, mm -hmm. and it's just the car G five six two rack. That is exactly the same spec, basically. And uh, interestingly, on the roof, there's the six pilot holes on the very top, riveted back over, where it could have you know ended up with a roof rack. Right. Obviously, it was sort of destined for its task, which was um, actually went to Roger Crayflon Crayflon's fleet. At East Hill Castle and uh, uh -huh. spent its life training there from 1990 to 92. Uh -huh. And so did its sister car. Cool. Yeah. So. Oh, that's really that's neat. Cool. That's really yeah. neat. So it's likely, you know, it's not, uh, you know, likely the car that a lot of the, obviously the British team, but then, you know, also as as the final finalist teams come to qualify at, at Eastner would have driven that car as well. Yeah, that's it. Well, well, funny enough, probably the British team wouldn't have driven it because it, it started life as a left-hand drive. It's oh right-hand drive now. Right, right. But yeah, that and it's twin. So I certainly know, I've got pictures of Team France from 91 mm -hmm. training on it. Um, I've got various people, to be fair, over the years, random pictures we found of her, and it's brilliant. Yeah. Have you converted it back to left-hand drive? It, it had been, no. I've I've got most of the pieces, but I'm struggling to find a final few. It's, it's amazing. Like there's some brackets underneath the dash that I'm missing, and um, I can't find for the life of me. Are they the same as the later cars? Because we um, we probably we probably have them over here, huh? Unfortunately, the the bulkheads and dash are totally different between the facelift and the other. Uh, yeah, okay. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's, it's a bit of a shame, you know, that's but... funny. There's another will, correlation point. You know, my my <laughs> disco once it was done in '93 on the Camel Trophy went back to France with the French team. And was used as a training car there. It was the French mm. team's training car until uh, until about two, uh, you know, nineteen ninety nine when they stopped doing the Camel Trophy. So uh, yet another corollary point. How funny! That's interesting. It's, it's, Explains it the does. It smells. Smell. Uh, it smells of a fine Gouda. Yeah, it's it's fine. Yeah. Cheese and baguette. Yeah, yeah it's a fine baguette. Yeah, it's uh, it's good. Yeah, yeah Les Fromages. It's, uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's amazing what condition yours is in there, considering it's used for the training. Because it has, uh, yeah, it is kind of amazing. It is, yeah, you know. But you'll lift up a, you know, the thing is, is like they've painted over so much stuff. I mean, even on the event, it's a, it's funny because mm. uh, you know we talked to uh, we talked to uh, Nick Dimbleby a lot about it and Bob and stuff, and he said that you know they would just go out on the event with a can of Sandglow paint. And they would just <laughs> paint over any damage mm. that the car would. They had black and they had sand glow. And you can see on my car where it had taken a huge hit along the side of it. And then somebody mm. had come along with a brush and sand glowed over it. And I'm sure there's <laughs> Malaysian mud in that sand glow paint that they just. But, you know, back then with, the, you know, 35 millimeter film and fairly low exposure and there, it's mm. going to get printed in a magazine from you know, five feet away, 
you can't really tell. The cars look oh, fine. Brand new again. Yeah, the cars yeah. look fine. It yeah. just doesn't have a big stripe of aluminum on the side of it. So, you know, they paint over yeah. it. And so, you know, from, from, you know, 10 feet away, the car looks perfect. But up close, you know, it, it looks like a race car. It's just covered in damage. You know, the mm. same thing with the, you know, the Defender rally car. You know, you, you, you get 10 feet away from it. It looks brand new. You get up close to it and you're like, it is just, you know, Liza and Jenna just beat the shit out of that mm. thing. You know, it's, <laughs> but it is uh yeah it's interesting uh you know that you sort of see that it's it's such a such an interesting uh interesting relic but yeah no i'm sure the french have had their way with this uh with this poor car but uh that's all right <laughs> i think i think it's pretty nice yeah. discovery yeah. personally i like your discovery in the in the pantheon of discoveries it's, yeah, it's, it's a good one that's a good one and, and and john's is definitely like a a really fun like sister car to mine it's 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 a really it's weird because it, it feels like my car. It's, it's you know, like your right? stoppelganger. It, it is, John. You got to come over and drive this one. Sounds, it, like, you'll, you, sounds like somebody I want to hang out with. It really feels really system. weird. Like you got to come over and drive mine because, uh, you know, now I've had, I know I don't have any farmland sure, for you to drive yeah. it around on here, but uh, you know, we'll find something. But uh, but yeah, it, it was really weird driving yours around and uh, we'll post some of that up on the uh, on the Insta there. But uh, it was, uh, yeah, it's yeah. like I was, was driving my car just in England. But uh, but yeah, yeah, yeah cool. I'll, I'll, de- I'll definitely have to come and have a go. Yeah, yeah, you fantastic. will. Yeah, for sure. Well, and then you'd have to. Uh, and of course, speaking of uh, doppelganger cars, you, of course, also have one of the original Firefly fire tending appliances and so do i yes yeah and uh yeah i can't i can't take full credit it's my older brother's right vehicle but it's in the and you do a lot of looking after it obviously it's in the it's in the family uh it's in the it's in the family yeah. collection there but you are gratefully able to provide me with some instruction on how the goddamn pump system uh, works so that i don't explode my <laughs> my tank i've yet to actually take it over to the fire department and see if they can help me uh, get it going, but uh, but yeah, these are these are super cool. I mean, they, I think they made uh, something like not very many, eight of them or something. Like, there's such a small number yeah, so of this particular. It's not a great anyway. deal. Yeah, not it? a great deal. So, like we were saying before, I think we own 28 percent of all fireflies in the world right now between the two of us. So, <laughs> so that's another car. So, where where did you guys come across the Firefly? What's the history behind that car? That was just a random sort of scrolling through Facebook mm-hmm. Marketplace. Really, mm-hmm. that was one of those sort of finds. It was, it was out in Pembrokeshire in Wales. Mm-hmm. But it, um, it spent its working life at Uni Royal Tires. Okay. Up, up near Edinburgh. Yep. And it was their cool. on site factory fire engine. Okay. Yep. From, I think it's a, it's a 1967, this one. Yeah. And um, it was in service as a fire, sort of fire tender till about 85. Oh, wow. And then it got put on a snowplow uh-huh. and oh. uh, stayed on that in the factory grounds till about 97, I want to say. Oh, wow. And it was decommissioned. and. Yeah, it, it, it left them there with three and a half thousand miles on the clock. So oh, wow. it hadn't done too much, but it's, it's now on eleven and a half thousand miles. Yeah, so it's yeah. done more miles driving at the shows than it did. Than it did actually working. Yeah, oh, that's funny. <laughs> yeah. But it's, it's, it's um, what well, Dad quite often says, well, both agree with it. It's, it's the most useless thing ever, yeah. but it's fantastic. It's, it's just, brilliant. Yeah. It's brilliant to look at. It's, just, it's the most it's joyful awesome. car in the world. Yeah, it's just they, yeah. they look so unique and the the silly little siren yeah. and the you know they're just yeah they're a joyful car for sure yeah and so the only thing it is useful everybody's for, you to you wouldn't it. have to use it yeah yeah <laughs> well and it, it, it's funny you know the story behind mine obviously our good friends eric and ben and everybody brought this to the the anarch festival here that earlier this year and ike said oh did you see this firefly it's like the coolest thing in the world so i went over to look at it and it was it was a uh, British American oil or or BA as we had here 
which was bought by ConocoPhillips and, and sort of, you know, drifted away into uh, obscurity here in the United States. But my grandfather owned a, a BA fueling company. And this car is from Alberta in Canada, where I'm from, where I grew up, three hours away from where I grew Fantastic. up. So it's sort of like it's it's like it's it's meant to be. It's, it's fate, right? You know, sort of I was going to say it was meant to be that, wasn't it? <laughs> it was definitely yeah. synchronistic. It, it uh, it's a really nice uh, example of an original car, regardless ah, of being sure. a Firefly. You know, mm. has a you know all of its yeah. original interior has the the pump, the siren, the lights, the, you know, all the things, you know, under the hood's pretty, yeah. pretty original, yeah. pretty unmolested yeah. car. Mm-hmm. And, uh, it's, it just, it just has a, has the right vibe, man. I don't know it's how else to explain one. it. It really does. I do. I've, seen, I've seen photographs of it and it's certainly, yeah, it's, it's got a lot going for it. It's a cool it? car. It's, it's a neat, thing. it's a neat car. Everybody loves it's a fire neat. truck. Who doesn't love a fire truck, right? Yeah. You gotta love. Exactly. Yeah. You gotta love that. You gotta <laughs> love that. No, it is, it is a joyful car and, uh, yeah. And it, it's been very helpful with your, uh, pump instructions and things. I'm going to, I am going to bring it over no, to the local no problem. car brigade. Yeah. And, and see if they can't help me, uh, <laughs> see if they can't help me get it to work. I'm going to find the oldest well, fireman well, in, uh, Santa Clarita here and see if they can help me get it going. So, <laughs> me, I just remember how to get. Yeah, it he may just remember. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, there's we, no computer. We, we must get ours pumping. Yeah, we must get ours pumping um, this summer as well. That'll be quite good. Yeah, we only done it sort of the once when we very first had it, so I've forgotten how to do half of it. So yeah, yeah, yeah. It's uh, yeah. I can't. Yeah, just water the water the yeah. crops with just, that. Just you know, yeah, 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 hose down the neighborhood kids. You know, whatever. Right? Yeah, and just give the <laughs> you know whatever. And then of course we would be remiss. Speaking of joyful cars, uh, if we didn't if we didn't talk about the mighty Freelander. Now we've been accused, uh, mostly by Dixon, of proliferating this notion that everyone should, uh, every Land Rover enthusiast should own a Freelander, which I think they should. I think I think that's wrong. Every Land Rover owner should, should have, have two, two Freelanders. <laughs> you you probably one might be watching. To be fair, you yeah you, you probably need two. Yeah, you probably need two. Yeah, except, except me. Except, except I, me. I, I, don't, I don't. Yeah, don't yeah need but um, you're, you're yeah. sensible. Stick to the series. <laughs> yeah. So, like, what what encouraged you besides the fact that it is truly the the king of Land Rovers to uh, to go out and, and get yourself, um, you know, the most the most luxurious Land Rover uh, ever created, the love child of Jerry McGovern, the beautiful Freelander. It's, it's basically is is a is Afro from that era. It is yeah. into a car. It really basically. is. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it is. It's which is Ascot made vehicle. Basically, well, this this one was um, again come from my friend Tim. He had it for a bit, yeah. and um, it was sort of sat there for a while, and it, it was going to end up getting scrapped. So, mm. being it's a, it's a very early car. It's I think as all Freelanders eventually. Eventually, end up getting scrapped. You know that's how. It, yeah, you know, pretty much how it goes. It was, you know, yeah. it's destined for its yeah. usual fate. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> and stuff. And um, but it's it's a really early car. Uh, it's a three hundred eighty second car off the line. Oh wow! Oh cool! Like that. that is a very early car. Yeah, yeah. not well. something like that. I've obviously delved into it. I've I've gone down that road right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, for um, sure. It's it's a it's a ex Land Rover owned vehicle. So okay, they they had it to start with. Yeah. so it would have either been a demo. That's or cool. A car yeah. Or whatnot, and, uh, it's it's got the 1.8 K series engine Ooh, in it, so uh, yeah, yeah, that's that's a yeah, that's that's new territory for me. Yeah, um, I bought it not driving, so and it needed a a new clutch. Mm. I took that apart. Yep, I've I've never seen anything like it. Right. When, when we actually got in there, I ended up with a a neck full of clutch dust, and then <laughs> pulled it out, and there was just there were two metal paddles missing from the center of the clutch. There was no material left at all. <laughs> <laughs> that's definitely the problem there. Well, that would be that would be what's going on here. Yeah, 
Yeah, it yeah. is amazing that the types of failures that a freelander can incur, I, I'm sure you know, famously, mm. my transmission ended up full of water uh, at one point, which shouldn't be able to happen. But, um, you know, there yeah. is, you know, they can fail in some pretty incredible ways. Um, Land Rover mm. really worked hard to find new and incredible ways for the car to destroy itself. Oh, definitely. Yeah, they worked really hard on that. And, um, you know, the transverse engine with timing belts on the front and the back, um, Mm. the back being, of course, completely inaccessible to anything but like an Oompa Loompa. I don't know how you get back there. <laughs> the V6 is suddenly crammed in there. Holy shit. So, you know, yeah. just having done the oxygen centers and, and like we said, the YouTube video, we, we teased it last week. It wasn't actually last week that it came out. It actually comes out today. It's out today. So uh, it's, on, it's, on the old, it's on the old internets, uh, on the YouTube today. Even Liza couldn't get to that, uh, to that back oxygen center. I mean, seriously, I, I'm, I'm pretty sure I have permanent scarring from jamming my, my <laughs> arm into where, you know, they have some of these things placed. Like, I don't know how they expect people to work on some of these cars. I mean, we're used to series cars where, you know, there's plenty of room and things. And worst case scenario, Mm. you pop the Mm. fender off, you pop the wing off, and you can get to something and it's no big deal, you know, like if yeah, you have so to. all accessible, isn't yeah. it? Yeah, I mean, the, the most just, just doing the gearbox on, on mine, I had to become a bloody contortionist oh. to get to certain bolts. Oh my god, I, I'm six foot three and I'm quite fat, and that was that was quite a task. Oh my god, I mean, it's just you know, it, it, it is incredible. And this crazy trans axle limited slip drive shaft thing, and like. Mm. all these unobtainable parts that you can't get for them. And I mean, like they truly are. They're like a, they're like an exquisite uh, sort of like tantric uh, sort of, uh, I, I don't even know that they, they're the dominatrix of uh, car uh, in, in enthusiasm, I think is sort of what it is. It's a, it's a pleasure yeah, I think, I was, pain I think thing. That's quite a good description. Yeah. Yeah. It's like the Hellraiser of, they just, of they just, car maintenance. except they won't stop no, spanking they don't. you. There's no safe word. There is no safe word. No. <laughs> just continuous no. 24-7. 24-7. Yes, there's no safe word. Yeah, no, no, no. It's just like once you're in, you're in. That's it. There's no getting out. There's no getting Once you've opened the puzzle you know, box, when you you're guys, in. There's no getting out. When you guys describe it like this, it... it it I know. makes me yeah, want to get one. We're really selling it to you, aren't we? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I can see one being in the ne- next month joining the fleet. Yeah, yeah. They truly are a, a wonderful, a wonderful little car. They're starting to get. They're starting to get pretty difficult to find yeah, here. They are, you know, they just. They don't really pop. And the up funny very, thing is, is they're often. actually they're going for like a reasonable amount of money now. Like there was a few as we just did the show with mm-hmm. Ivan and Dan from Rover Talk, where you know we looked at, at last year and a couple of them sold, and, and I think they both sold for over ten grand. I don't think any. I don't, I haven't seen one sell for less That's than mad, ten grand yeah. in quite a while, and it is. It's insane. Mm. I mean, they're, I mean, they're garbage. Were these, were these people bidding intoxicated? I don't or? know. I don't know. <laughs> I wonder if, Stephen, your enthusiasm for the Freelander and your discussion of them on the show has, has increased the I worry that it is, it is partially, oh, it's partially my fault. Yeah. You're the, you're oh, the rainmaker. So, yeah, I've driven up the Freelander market and now I'm going to sell mine for a hundred grand. The, the, the old pump, pump and dump. dump. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, this is it. This is how I retire. I'm going to go out on top. And this Freelander. I definitely have the only North American Freelander with no lights on the dash right now. I think because some of them have burnt out, but it doesn't have any lights on. Some have definitely popped off. They've just been physically removed. Hopefully, I I should have mine on the road 
sort of between spring and summer. So yeah, I'll be back alive again anyway. And Just don't specify I'm what years spring well, and but... summer. I mean, between spring and summer, yeah, yeah, probably 2027. Yeah, whatever, you know. Yeah, exactly. But it's that's fine. Yeah. <laughs> No, you know, it is a fun, I have to say when they are running and Phil Bashel is the biggest advocate of the Freelander of many, anybody I've ever mm. met in my life. They are actually quite a fun little car to drive. Like they're, they're, they're actually pretty fun. Yeah, and you know yeah. what? Dri- driven, driven in anger. They're quite capable as well. To be yeah, fair. absolutely. Yeah. Like you can really give it, mm. uh, you can really give her and, and Nick Dimbleby loves a Freelander and we did promise. And, and Nick just mentioned oh, yes. this. He was on the, uh, he was on the center steer podcast, uh, this past, uh, past round. And uh, he did, he did mention, he keeps mentioning. So. I feel like to to reinforce the point that we did promise him for the I guess it would be the 30th anniversary or the 25th or whatever. Anyways, the next anniversary of the G4 uh, trip here yeah. that they did uh, that we would have a running Freelander for him uh, to drive on that. So uh, I suppose we've got that's going yeah, to come back to bite you. Yeah. Speaking <laughs> of things that uh, might come back to haunt you, is it uh, is it time? It for is a time for the oh. world famous lightning round many have tried very few have managed to accomplish it john mcmasters are you ready for the world famous icos lightning round oh god i think so are you familiar with the format i am yeah okay are you ready right yeah he's doing so he's for those of you that can't see he's doing yeah. some hang on, hang right on. Now. Yeah. i'm drinking i'll drink well, coffee yeah, yeah just good. yeah exactly yeah there we go oh yep. right Taking some, uh, yeah. taking yeah, some taking, stimulants. Yeah. Right. He's just injected, you know, extra strong. injected some we, steroids. We do strict blood yeah. testing here <laughs> yeah. at the lightning round. All right. First question. Hard top or soft top? Hard top. Yeah. Hard top. Gas or diesel? Has to be diesel. 200 TDIs. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Four door mm-hmm. or two door? Two door. Well, three door really for me. Ooh. Three doors. <laughs> Good answer. Coil springs or... Or air suspension. Oh, coil. Bronze green or sand glow? Sand glow. And the best way to remove gear oil from your underpants is... Just leave it on. Embrace it. Yeah. Smells great. Okay, there you go. Yeah, Just there you go. leave yeah. it on. Wow. Wow. Yeah, 100%. well done. Well done. 100%. Perfect. Yeah, perfect. Well done. More and more people are just... Uh, <laughs> You'll receive a more and more people are just jumping into that. Just leave it category. You know, I think that's really, that's the way of Mm. the future. The underpowered hour brand, uh, pre lubricated underpants, I think is that's. uh, Oh yeah. Yeah. See, new thing coming Uh 2024. Available in the web uh, store. Pre-sealed in a lubricated packet. Yeah. Pre-oiled with just the right amount of gear oil. (laughs) All right. Well, John, thank you so much for your time. We appreciate it, buddy. Please come join us again in the future. We'd love an update on Definitely. the Camel Trophy restoration. If the Freelander ever sees pavement again, all the things <laughs> yeah. that you're working on, uh, it's it's always fun to have you on the show. Where can people find your Instagram? What's the handle? My Instagram is G underscore whack underscore John 95. You can find my um, antics on there. Excellent. Well, Keep up with everything. definitely go and check that out. It's a lot of fun. Some great photos. Nice to see that uh, that camel getting slowly put back together. And uh, hopefully we get that we we'll get that back together. And um, me and Nick Dumbleby have got something planned for that. Oh. So uh, watch this space. Very exciting. Hopefully, something to come back on with in future. Excellent. Excellent. Well, we'll do that for sure. We'll make a we'll make a point of it, and maybe we'll get back uh, over there and we'll do it. We'll do it together in that car. I mean, that's uh, that's uh, something to strive for oh, yeah. in the future. So. Yeah, go for it. (laughs) All right, John. Well, hey, thanks again. Hope to see you again soon. Cheers for now. Yeah, cheers, guys. Thank you. Take care, John. All right. Well, hey, it's always so much fun talking to John. I love that guy to death. He's a lot of fun. And uh, man, yeah, he runs one hell of a Camel Trophy Uber service. I'll just tell you that, you know. 
Let's, there's not many of those. So, no. uh, no. while you know, if you're in the UK and you need a ride, call him up. Yep. Uh, especially if there's some obstacles in your way, right. some some rivers that need to be yeah. crossed, some log yeah. bridges that need to be fabricated. He's he's definitely your man. Yeah. I, uh, you know, the discovery, at least in in the last couple of years, has been sort of a, a waning brand. Yeah. Uh, and so it's it's interesting to see the origin of that, especially with the announcement that they're going to kind of revamp the position of the discovery and what it's doing yeah um i'm excited to see what they do with it 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 uh definitely has a i think a special place for some people yeah for sure well and i you know those three door especially for us here in north america because we never got the three door it's sort of this mythical kind of super cool hundred inch three door discovery that you know, had the yeah. 200 TDI and the five speed and everything. And it was just neat. And, and that, that sonar blue interior with the graphics on the doors and everything like it, you know, you could just hear the 80s music uh, playing in that thing. You know, it was, uh, you, know. you know, it's it's only really been recently that uh, people have imported the two door yeah. discovery sure. and they didn't survive in large numbers no. in the UK. So, you know, they're, they're definitely a rarity here in the yeah. United States. Yeah, they're cool. They're cool. And like I said, that, you know, that sonar blue interior just turns like the worst color of green as soon as it gets hit by sunlight. Like it just, it's just disgusting. And also like <laughs> seven different colors of green. Like it's not, it doesn't, it doesn't turn universally the same green. It's like, oh man, it's a whole variety of different greens that it turns. So yeah, it's a challenge. It's a challenge, but, uh, but no, it's a, it's a, it's a really neat car. And uh, yeah, and, and he's doing a great job on that camel trophy restoration. And not a lot of people would undertake a project quite like that. And the fact that it's like a Roger Craythorne car and then it's, you know, it wasn't, you know, it was like a training vehicle at Eastner. And it's just, it's such a neat kind of, you know, piece of Camel Trophy history that so many different competitors would have touched that car and stuff. It's really, it's really cool. And it's really neat that, that he's doing that work to, to sort of bring that thing back to, uh, to life. And uh, yeah, looking forward to that. And yeah, if you haven't uh, signed up uh, to uh, follow him on the old Instagram, do that because it's real cool. We'll put his uh, full Instagram there in the show notes. Check that out. Uh, also, if you are interested in Freelanders, and I know you are because you're listening to this show, and I think we've, uh, we've developed what we like to call the Freelander community. You know, it's a strong, it's a strong community. Silent, but strong. Jump on the old YouTube and see Steven's freelander restoration video hit that dislike is there a dislike button? there isn't a dislike no there i don't dislike? think there's a some there's no thumbs down no there's no thumbs down there's, there's no only thumbs, thumbs it's down. a very positive community. well fine only since there's thumbs. no thumbs down give it a thumbs up give, give it, it a thumbs. like give, give, it a, a give it a follow yeah. and uh you can see yeah. it running under its own power i swear to god you can actually see it driving which is pretty rare i mean that is something you don't see every day a a no. especially a g4 edition uh freelander in north america running under its own power you know it's like a unicorn you know you just you see it, it is a magic it's a magic experience so they have found more mummies in the last five years in egypt than they have running freelanders that's true that's true absolutely absolutely yeah my next plan is uh, i think we're going to drive out to the east coast pick up john kosich and uh, he and i are just going to go on a road trip you know we're just going to we're just going to freelander it up, you know, because you can't keep us down. That would be, that would be, that would make well, a fabulous video. How yeah. long will the freelander last on a road trip? You know, you know, I'm, uh, be great. I'm tired of, uh, you know, I'm tired of you and Dixon's naysaying. We're just going to, we're just going to go be free. 
You know, we're just going to live the Freelander lifestyle. You know, we're going to get our mm, we're going to get our Jerry Curl perm, you know, our McGovern perms and our Ascots. Just and two just gonna, middle-aged men yeah. in a Freelander driving across the Shoulder United States. Shoulder pads and a Jerry, uh, you know, in the perm. And we're just going to we're just going to oh drive across gosh. the United States. It's going to be a beautiful Can't thing. Can't wait to see it. Yeah, it's going to be a Can't beautiful thing. All right. Well, that does it for this week. Now, next week's show, we've got pretty exciting stuff. Our, our friend from the After the Land Rover Experience is gonna is gonna pop on the show here with us because uh he's gonna come on the show to throw the show. down the gauntlet he's a yeah it's a response to yeah, uh our he, discussion of his, uh, his defender that's right he wants to talk about the uh the defender we, we chatted a little bit about it on last week's show where uh, we did the internet roundup and of course famously his defender 110 was involved in uh, some type of uh, an accident with a deer and uh and it did some uh, significant enough damage to warrant the vehicle being totaled and uh, he'd like to come on on the on the show and uh, talk about it and man would we ever like him to come on the show and talk about it so alan uh, is going to come on and and we're going to have a chat we're going to we're going to get the full story and we're also going to talk about his brand new outbound edition defender 130 which is the vehicle that he's now got to replace that 110 uh, i as you know i'm a big fan of the outbound 130 i think that's kind of like that's the one to get because it's got so much room in it and it gets rid of those extra seats in the back of the 130 and makes all kinds of room for you. It's almost like the commercial in that you can get in the UK, but you can't get over here. So it's I like it. Mm. Pretty cool. That's cool. And maybe he can answer the question, are those windows in the back or are they uh, that just have like a wrap over them or are they actually like a hard panel? Because I don't know. I've never been able to get close enough to one to like tap on it and see if it's glass. So I wouldn't be surprised if it was just wrapped. Questions glass. will be answered. Oh, exciting. On the next episode of the Underpowered Same Hour. bat so time, stop, same stop. bat channel. So stop on by. Yeah, stop on by. We'll see you next week. So uh, until then, I stay well and give that horse some carrots for me. And we'll see you next week. I'll do it. I'll see you on the trail. The Underpowered Hour is produced by Liza Barris, Ike Goss, and me, Steve Barris. Pavel Svartov composed and performed our theme music. Consider supporting the show on Patreon, and if you already do, thank you. Your support makes the show possible. For even more, check out our Instagram or Facebook.